0: Hey yo, this is LJ. And this is Jay Hen. And right now, you're listening to
1: On Wax, the podcast. And if you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes and you have to leave us a five star review. You can also like us on Facebook and follow the podcast on SoundCloud and Stitcher. But if you don't, then we're going to have to put your ass on wax. Wax, wax, wax.
0: And again, keep in mind that me and LJ are like
1: 12. One, either you made it, or two, you're fucked
0: doing it on Sunday. I'm sorry.
1: So, I'm going to exaggerate the fuck out of this. So We had one coach who had a permanent hard-on all the time. <laughs> yeah, this shit's kind of annoying <laughs> though, but
0: yeah.
1: I'm buying your ass a thong. <laughs> yeah. Who would win right now? You or 55-year-old Jackie Chan? I'm about to throw the fuck up. He wants a
0: little dick. Let's say it's the biggest fight of the year.
1: They may be the best team in the NBA. Fun facts for you about dating. I think different women like different things. Not told oh,
0: you anybody
1: to. about this story what? in
0: my life. On wax. guest with us tonight. She goes by the name of Cast Iron. She fights on the biggest stage under the brightest lights. She's the 10th ranked strawweight in the entire world. She's fought the toughest opposition. She's never backed down from a challenge. She has seven professional wins, three by knockout, three by submission, and one by decision. It's an absolute pleasure to introduce Courtney Casey. Welcome to the podcast.
2: Thank you guys for having me. That Welcome. was a pretty good intro. Well, you know, yeah, it,
0: it, he, you know you, you've know, you honestly been him. one of our, <laughs> our biggest, uh, man, we've been watching you for a while. We actually were live at UFC yeah. two, 202. We actually went to the McGreg- McGregor-Diaz and we got to watch oh, you live nice. there. So that's, that's when we first found out about you. So yeah. I had to
1: write you and, and uh, see if you'd yeah. be on. Yeah, no, yeah,
2: that's awesome.
1: Yeah, so my friend John said that you went to UTEP.
2: Yeah, I went to Utah. Yeah, I played soccer there. Um, yeah,
1: alumni. No way, awesome. Yeah, I actually graduated from there in 2010. Uh, yeah, I was I was like partying the whole time, but yeah, I actually went there and somehow managed to graduate. So we probably crossed paths at some point. Maybe I don't know. I I, I know I went to a few soccer games for sure. Yeah,
2: probably. Um, I graduated '09, I think. Yeah.
0: So Courtney, you have a big uh, fight on yeah. Saturday. Um, I wanted to ask a couple quick questions about the actual fight itself. Um, first things first, does it add extra pressure to you since it's a hometown fight? You kind of got home court advantage. It being in Arizona, does that add pressure or does that relieve pressure?
2: Um, it, it doesn't add any pressure. I mean, the only thing that's different is I have a little bit more media that I got to do because not only because I'm local but because I am on the main card, so I have a little bit more media that I have to do. But other than that, I mean – It doesn't really matter where the cage lies. I mean, I'm going to go in there and do my job no matter what.
0: Right. I had the opportunity today to watch the uh, Road to the Octagon. Uh, I shared it with all my friends, everybody that plans on listening to the podcast, just so they can get to know (laughs) you a little bit better. And man, they I kid you not, quote me. She seems like
1: a badass. And I was like, oh, trust me, she <laughs> yeah. is a badass. I just saw your weighing photos and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. So, so. I'm,
2: I'm definitely, definitely a bigger 115er.
0: No, yeah. I mean, um, of course, you know, you have the yeah. height, you have the reach. Um, it looks like you get, you're going to have a lot of different, you know, ways to go about fighting. Michelle Waterson a lot of people know her as the karate hottie do you think it do you think uh when it comes to Michelle now that she um she's on a two-fight l- losing streak she's been on you know the reality tv do you think her mind's elsewhere
2: no absolutely not I mean she's had tough her last two opponents were super tough I mean of course she lost to Rose and then right. Ticia Torres you know so I definitely don't think um I don't think she's she's on a decline by any means um she lost she lost to tough opponents. Um, I feel like this is a great matchup for both of us. Um, we haven't had any, both of us since we've gotten UFC haven't had like the easiest of fights. So um, I definitely think we're, we match up well and, and I don't think the losses, you know, she takes those, you know, too hard. I think she just takes them as, you know, learning experiences as do I. And I, I think she's going to come out just as hungry and and um and you know try to get the win so um yeah you know I'm not underestimating her at all or, or definitely don't think that she's has a different mindset going into this fight than she does any other fight
0: I mean you made a good point you, you've had five fights in the UFC and and if you fought Claudia Gadelia, you fought Herrig I mean you you have honestly fought a lot of people when it comes to that Herrig fight I, I had the opportunity to to re-watch that and I mean I, I obviously you think the same thing, but you mentioned in another interview prior it's like man it seems like you can't get any of these decisions going your way is that something that weighs on your you know on your mind when you're going into the fight
2: yeah yeah absolutely I mean I definitely go into the fights you know not trying to just squeak out a win I'm always trying to finish I mean I have two finishes already in the UFC I think Rose has four and she's up there so I mean I definitely go in there to to try and finish the fights I'm not not just trying to you know win decisions and and or anything like that so it's definitely you know unsettling when it does go to the judges for me just because I don't have the greatest rapport with them but um at the same time you know sometimes it goes it goes the distance but um I'm, I definitely try to finish it within the three rounds
0: nice we had the opportunity to interview Alex Alexander Hernandez he's um he's a lightweight in the UFC and I asked him this question I just want to see if it if it's the same for you what's the What's the most satisfying way of victory in the UFC? If, uh, is, would you say it's knockout, or would you would you like a decision win?
2: Um, you know, I, I, a finish is a finish. Whether it's knockout, TKO, or submission, I mean, as long as I feel like uh, anytime you finish it within the three rounds and you keep it out of the judges' hands, I think that's always you know the best the best thing. It's satisfying, you know, and you definitely give the fans what you want, what they want. You know, they they're looking for finishes too, you know. Um, when it goes to judges, you never know how it's going to go, so. Um, yeah, I mean, however the win comes, you know, it, that that's always the best.
0: So you, you don't care as long as you get the W. Exactly. Yeah,
2: as long as I get the W and, it, and, it's, within, and it's, it's within the three rounds, yeah, for sure. I mean,
1: now you had a, decision a lot wins
2: of... or decision wins. So. I always
1: want to know. Yeah, exactly. I always want to know because I've, I've never done this to anyone. How does it feel to knock someone out? Like, I, I, how, how does that feel? I, I, I
2: don't know. I, it doesn't feel any different than submitting someone, I don't think. Um, I, I, I personally get more satisfaction out of like finishing someone that's, you know, like they're known for, for being a submission artist, you know what I mean? And you, and you submit them, or they're known as a striker and you TKO them or, or whatever, you KO them, you know. So um, when you beat them at their own game, it's always it's
0: always nice. Well, that's that's interesting you say okay. that because um, what that reminds exactly. me of is Brian Ortega. He he um, was about to step in to fight Khabib on short notice on Saturday. Of course, we all know how that all went down. But what, yeah. what was neat that what he said is, hey, everybody fears Khabib when he's on the ground. He's supposed to be really top-heavy. He's supposed to be really dominant. What people forget about me is I'm the best on the bottom. So, I mean that to me I was like oh man like that to me is like a dream fight after he said that because I was like man I would really want wonder how that fight would uh, end up and so to your point like I said when when someone fears you know that type of specialty and someone can counter that I think I think that's always an intriguing matchup
2: yeah definitely
0: now, now, there was a lot of activity this last Saturday, this past Saturday at UFC uh, 223 in your division specifically. Of course, I, I know you had the opportunity to watch the fights. What did you think of all the fights? Did you agree with the uh, Carolina and the Herrick decision? Oh, I
2: thought it was unanimous, personally. Okay, good.
0: Me too, me too. Yeah, Um, yeah. I, I was surprised on how that fight... Um, it didn't it – did, I, I thought it was definitely up there for fight of the night, and, and no one really talked about it afterwards, but they fought like, – I mean, they fought like crazy, man. I, I was surprised uh, I, uh, They both let it out there. They left it out there.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely think there was better fights for sure, like more back-and-forth fights that um, – but, I mean, yeah, I mean, I it – was, it was a good fight. I definitely – I mean, it was a good fight. They both put on a good show, but I, I definitely think there was better fights. I can't think of them off the top of my head. Right. Uh, the 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 um the guy that did all the the, the spinning stuff and and everything.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, he was he was on the main card, right? Yeah,
2: that was a great fight. Yeah. That was. I mean, not that it was back and forth, but I mean, that guy hung in there and he was thrown to the end. You know, that's a great fight.
0: Definitely What did you think about Aliquenta? You were impressed yeah.
2: with him? Uh I I mean, I was impressed. I mean, he went five rounds. I mean, I definitely think he exposed. Khabib a lot, you know, and, um, I think, I don't think Khabib's gonna come right back, you know, I think he's gonna take some time off and definitely work on his striking and stuff like that, um, just cause he got a little right. bit exposed, but, um, yeah, you know, anytime you step up short notice and you go five rounds with, you know, arguably the best fighter in the division, right. you know, that's always good.
1: I'm just gonna ask, like, when you're in the octagon, you know, like, because I played, well, like, high school, like, high school sports, so, like, I kind of zone, you know, out and like I'm in this like tunnel vision. Is it the same in the octagon? Like, can you hear the crowd? Can you hear all that? Like,
2: Yeah, as the fight goes on, everything starts opening up. You know what I mean? At first, you really don't hear much like when you're walking out. Like, I mean, as, as for me, I mean, everyone's different. But for me, it, it starts slowly, you know what I mean? It starts with your, you know, you focus on your breathing and you focus on your timing and then it slowly opens up and you can hear your coaches and, and everything like that. Then you can hear the, you know, their corner and then you can hear the fans and, then you know, you just kind of start picking up on things as you get more comfortable, you know, in, in the cage. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's a slow process, but everyone's different. Some people can hear everything right away and they can't hear their, their coaches or anything like that. So um, I think everyone's different.
0: So one thing I noticed that was pretty interesting as Herrig actually said that she was listening to your coaches when she was fighting you. Is that something that, that's trained, or, or is that something that she just kind of came up with herself?
2: No, it's not like everyone thinks it's, it's not. Like she didn't say anything that, you know, other fighters don't do. Like, of course you listen to things. Like when they yell out combos and stuff like that, like, okay, like they're going to throw a one-two, okay, i got to watch one-two. You know, like you try to bring, you know, the fighter to your corner so you can hear your coaches but at the same time that means they can hear them as well like it's it wasn't like some hidden secret that she just developed and like you know she came up with this awesome thing to listen to the corner like it's the same thing as football like you understand you start reading the plays and and the coaches start covering the mouths and they have different hand signals whatnot you know we have different code words and stuff for things you know just like any other camp does it's 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 not a secret, but
0: right. I just thought it was funny you know. that she was so open about it. She was just kind of like, "Yeah, I was listening to." Her well, and so and so proud
2: of it, like right. she just like, right. like I was like, "All right,
0: like." That's that's why I was. I was, every, I was... Everyone does that, but okay, like... exactly. That's what. Well, like I mentioned, like you'd mentioned, it's almost common sense. Like you'd imagine that everybody does that, but for her to make it a thing, I was like, "Okay, well, does people not do that?" Like I don't know. I just, was yeah, frowned no, upon? I mean... Yeah, I don't. I don't know. You know, speaking it's silly. speaking of two twenty three, were you surprised? I mean, probably not surprised, but did you expect Rose to to win?
2: Um, I definitely was hoping for. I mean, I I, I got exactly what I wanted. I wanted to see, you know, a, a longer fight. Right. Um. You know, Joanna looked great physically. Um. She looks stronger mentally. Um. You know, I. I I believe her. I mean, I, I know what it's like to fight with, with a hard weight cut. I know what it what it feels like to, to get hit and be fully hydrated and get hit and not be fully hydrated. So it definitely, you know, plays a part. But at the same time, you know, um, Rose got the win again. Right, yeah, um, I
0: was pretty surprised with that.
2: So yeah. it's it's just one of those things, you know, that, again, you know, um, you to I mean, everyone's like, "Oh, Rose is the, the 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 new queen of the strawweight division." Well, she's only defended it twice. Yes, it's been against Joanna, but at the same time, Joanna defended it how many times? Five six times, times? Or six, five yeah, times? She lost you know on six twenty. I mean? Yep. Yeah, so I mean, until you get up there, you know, you she, I mean, she Joanna's awesome. You know, she she's it, done great in the strawweight division. Um, I think she's still a force to be reckoned with in the of course. division. Of course. Um, it's just styles, you know, styles make fights. And as of right now, like, Ro- I mean, Rose is great. Rose is, is, is good. And, and, um and she's just figured out, she's figured out how to beat Joanna. And that's, and that's kind of the game, you know, you just try to figure out your opponent, figure out where you can capitalize and, and Rose has done that.
0: What did, what did not you...
2: taking any, absolutely not taking anything away from Rose. I think she's an awesome fighter. Of course. Um, I think she's she's grown so much. You know what I mean? And she's super young. She's super right. young. She's right. only going to get better.
0: Of course, I agree. Well. Um, yeah. okay. Now the biggest yeah. MMA yeah. news, of course, uh, going into the weekend was the Conor McGregor stuff. Where were you at? And like, what was your initial thought process when you heard about it?
2: Um, I was actually I was at Top Golf with my family. Oh, nice. Um. I had uh, I had some therapy and stuff that I had to get done, and I just kind of took the day off. Um, and I was at Top Golf, and it, my phone just started blowing up because we had Alex Caceres on the card who fights up of the lab, and
0: right, okay, and
2: his opponent, you know, ended up going to jail with Conner and and all that. So, and then uh, Michael, uh, yes, this is uh, his manager manages a lot of our, you know, our, a lot of our fighters, so. You know, we—I was messaging him to see what was going on and if he was okay and if he was going to be able to fight. And it—it it was just nuts, you know. Yeah, no, all of our crazy. phones were blowing up, so yeah, it was—it was pretty crazy. Yeah. Do
0: you yeah. think that builds the? I mean, the yeah. biggest MMA fight of all time had Conor versus Khabib. Or do you I think mean, that's next? Do you think that would be next?
2: No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it will. Do you think Conor fights next.
0: McGregor? Oh, I'm sorry. Do you think Conor fights Mayweather? I don't know if you heard today, but they they had like some specialty rules and
2: <laughs> yeah, specialty rules. Right. Like something about if it goes to the ground, it can only go for so many seconds. Exactly. Then it gets Dan- I don't. I don't know. Um,
0: Are those the rules, really? Yeah. There, there's no, really? Uh, yeah. no elbows, no takedowns, no kicks. They fought barefoot. What the fuck? You you could you could grapple what? to an extent, and, and they they use the MMA four ounce gloves. Which I'm not. Yeah, too- I did. Yeah, I'm, I,
2: I don't. The puffy gloves. It's the puffy. The puffy gloves, right? Is that right, what they're gonna use? Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I mean, whatever it is, it's gonna be big. Whether it's a, the Floyd fight or if it's the Khabib fight or if he's, you know, he's,
0: even even Nate Diaz, the the third Nate Diaz.
2: Nate, yeah, is and huge. the third Nate Diaz. Who knows? Maybe fight Cyborg. I don't know. I don't
1: know. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's that's it's exciting, right? <laughs>
2: yeah so um
0: well on that note yeah, we'll see. on that note what do you think about um ronda heading to the wwe did you get the opportunity to watch wrestlemania
2: i didn't get the opportunity to watch it but i mean that's that's great for her i think that's you know right up her alley like she's always been really into that and you know it fits her personality and and everything like that so i, I think it was a great move for her i, I really do you know um she did what she needed to do in, in MMA. and
0: then... But from an MMA standpoint, do you think she needs to address these losses? I mean, like Ariel Hawani, I mean, there's several people that are vocal about how she needs to at least address it, let it out on the table, and then move forward. Is that something that bothers you from an MMA female fighter?
2: Uh, address it how what does she what does she need I mean, to do she,
0: she just always avoids it period she she gets offense. she gets defensive and just doesn't want to talk about it period she has like like he had mentioned uh on the mma hour just recently she every time they mention the word holly home or the word amanda Nunez, she just kind of gets defensive well, you have, and,
2: you, but you you that's rhonda Right. Like, what do you expect? That's Rhonda. That's her personality. That's how she is. She's a very emotional person and, 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 and that's how she's handling It's just ignoring it. And that's what she does. Um, you know, um, I, I don't, I don't know, but I don't, I don't, I don't expect her to address it. I, it
0: if doesn't bother you.
2: It, it doesn't bother me either way, but I mean, she doesn't have to talk about it at the end of the day. She really doesn't like right. it's her own personal choice, whether she wants to talk about it or not. Do I think she's obligated to No. it, just no one's obligated to talk about their losses, you know, or their wins, but for that matter. But I mean, it, it's Rhonda's Rhonda. You know, she's going to do what she's going to do, and at the same time, like I, that's what I would expect from her is just to avoid the question. I mean, I can only imagine what it is like to constantly be asked about Holly Holm and, and everything like that. And so, I mean, whatever makes her feel better and in her handle it however she handled it. That that's you know that's on her.
0: What are your thoughts on CM Punk?
2: You, th- you know what, I actually, um, uh, he was in Detroit when, when I fought in Detroit and he was, he was there, uh, um, working with the, the people from the PI cause they brought them out Nice. and, um, I mean, he's a nice guy. I mean,
0: yeah. Do you think he, wise, you think he mean, jumped into it too quick?
2: Oh yeah. Well, duh. Right. Did Obviously. Fight? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Right, fight? Right. Like, you know, there's people that you—it's know, it, all—it's all funny games until you get in there. You know what I mean? Like, it right. really is. Do I think he's a great guy? Kind of, like, kind of like Kind of like Connor he... in
0: the boxing ring.
2: No, not that bad. I mean, Connor. I mean,
0: depending. Connor on at least look.
2: Like Connor at least look good.
0: Right. Yeah. We're we're definitely rooting <laughs> for him. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Do you do you think so, uh, CM Punk's next fight? Do you, you think we're going to see a, a drastic improvement or probably same result?
2: Who's he fighting again?
0: Um, Smith. I think it's a Smith. I forget his first name.
2: Um, he's. Well, fighting. I mean, he can't get any worse. I don't think he can get any worse. So I mean, he obviously is going to have to have to get better, I guess.
0: Yeah, but do you, I, mean, I mean, ending wise, do you think it, he gets ended in the first round? Mike Jackson. I'm Not Mike too Jackson. familiar don't with know. him. I
2: know. I have to look him up
0: too. I don't yeah, know. I'm not too. Fr- I don't, they're I don't know they're about probably going to give him a little bit of an easier opponent. He's only uh, 0-1, so he's only fought once, and he's lost, so we'll see. Yeah,
2: we'll see. I mean, you can only go up from there, you
0: know? I agree. Yeah, especially the way it ended in the in the first fight. So you have a huge fight Saturday night. It's live. It's on Fox National Broadcast. You know, it's going to be everywhere. Do you have any final thoughts? I know you're short on time. We're going to try to be respectful.
2: Um, no, you know, I just uh everyone to tune in. You know, it's a great card. I I, I was just – um doing a radio uh show a little earlier and they said that there's like 15 fights on the card so i right. mean that's yeah. a great card and it's free and you know it's yeah. prime time it's done at 7 you know we're done at 7 you know you can have a nice lunch and watch the fights you know right. can't get any better than that
0: right well hey i want to let you know that from san antonio to dc we are all rooting for you here i mean serious i want to be so sincere when i say this i super duper appreciate you being on the podcast um, we greatly appreciate it. As soon yeah. as you responded, I, I reached out to LJ and was like, you would not believe Quentin Casey said <laughs> that she would be on. So we uh, honestly, uh, yeah. static for you beyond. be okay. We appreciate it.
2: Okay. Yeah, no worries. Anytime, guys, you just <laughs> let me know and uh, I'll, I'll do what I can to, to, to help you guys out.
0: All right, well, hey, good luck. And we're, we're going to be watching and we're going to be rooting for you. All right, I
2: appreciate it, guys. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. All right. good night.